Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in about 10 minutes because leaders know how to be concise. I am very grateful to have Michael Montalongo with us today. And Michael is an independent board director for a couple of different organizations, primarily the Larry H. Miller Management Corporation and a company called Conduent. And Michael, thank you again for taking time to be on the podcast today. Are there some other things that you would like the audience to know about you or the companies that you're working with? Sean, first of all, thanks very much for the opportunity to be on the podcast and with your audience. Really appreciate that very much. I guess what I would say to them is that I've had the good fortune of having worked in multiple careers, first in the military as an army officer, then in the federal government uh, as a presidential appointee, and then most recently in industry as a C-level executive and board member, as you had pointed out. And then today I run a board governance consultancy and serve no longer in the battlefield, but in the boardroom on corporate and nonprofit boards. And I'm really excited about that work today. Well, thank you. You are obviously a very busy person. So we really appreciate <laughs> your uh, dedication to the time today. So thank you. Well, let's jump to the questions. Uh, Michael, our first question, um, tell us a little bit about maybe a success story, if you've got one, of collaboration within a team that you've experienced. Sure, Sean. I was once the Air Force CFO on and after 9-11, and I was in my Pentagon office the, that particular day when that third hijacked plane hit and violently shook the building. And instantly, I became a wartime CFO financing or having the responsibility to finance two overseas operations. Now, among other things, that meant ensuring that we had in place all the processes and systems to accurately pay our National Guard and reserve airmen who were on extended deployments. Now, in large organizations, and your audience will, uh, I'm sure, attest to this, sometimes it's difficult in those kinds of large organizations like the Department of Defense to be able to do that on your own. You really have to rely on other functions to be able to do that. And in this instance, I needed my HR colleagues to pull this off. So we created a very strong cross-functional team and we worked very closely together to knock down barriers, knock down silos and get it done. Now, we obviously had quite a bit of motivation because we wanted to support our warfighters in the field and honor, of course, all those that perished on that particular day. But what was particularly gratifying, Sean, is that we did not disband that team, that cross-functional team, after they were done. Instead, we kept them in place to implement other initiatives. And as it turns out, uh, as to this day, among other things, there was one initiative that led to the successful creation of a, a web-based online self-service portal for personal finance for all DOD Department of Defense employees. We call it MyPay. So uh, what came out of that tragedy was something that turned out quite well. Wow, that's a great example. Thank you so much for sharing that, especially something so uh, intense, I guess you'd say, as an, an eventful and historic as 9-11. So that is a remarkable story. Thank you for sharing it. You bet. Question number two, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to measure engagement. Tell us your thoughts. Sean, you know, before you can measure it, my belief is that you have to then create the conditions or the environment for effective engagement by establishing an engagement baseline. Now, by that, what I mean is you have to select the right people with the right skills and competencies and right attitude at the right time 
doing the right things right. Now, I know that's quite a bit of a mouthful, so let me unpack it a little bit. By the right people, here's what I'm talking about. You're assembling a team that has diverse and complementary skills and the right attitude. And these are essentially people who are elastic and accretive in their thinking. Now, once you have that talent, you then have to match that talent to the right time. Now, by that, by that, what I'm talking about is the right situation at the moment. Is it a startup situation? Is it a turnaround situation, a realignment situation, or a sustaining success, su sustaining success situation? Try to say that past three times. Um, so now, once you have that talent, the right team, you know, the right people, but matched to the situation at hand, now ensure that they're doing the right things because you can easily get distracted. And so what you have to do is make sure that they're focusing on the priorities, the important things. Now, after having all of that, once you have that in place, make sure that the team is doing the right things in the right way, morally, ethically, legally, and with integrity. That what they're doing is they're setting the right tone at the top so that everyone on the team feels treated, respected, dignified, and served just as they would like to be. And so once you've done that, you've now created, as I said, that baseline for effective engagement measurement. That is fantastic information. You've really covered a lot of ground in a short period of time and explained it very, very well. That's fantastic. Thank you. Question number three, Based on your experience, Michael, is there one characteristic that you would like to kind of recognize or highlight maybe as an, an attribute of a confident leader? Sean, that's a, a very fair but difficult question to answer because in my experience with whether it's troops in the trenches or colleagues in cubicles or if it's the, in the battlefield or boardroom, I feel like there really are a number of attributes that define an effective and confident leader. For instance, I do think that an individual like that has to be someone that masters the uh, skills and competencies that one needs to accomplish his or her goals and the mission at hand. This is an individual that has to cultivate, I think, a habit of lifelong learning. And then someone who's decisive in their decision-making and then acts to influence, operate, and improve the situation that's, that they're confronting. But if I, I suppose if I had to pick one attribute that was paramount, it'd probably have to be selflessness, followed by its close cousin, humility. Selflessness slash humility. Sean, that's the essential ingredient of a servant leader, someone that leads best by serving first. This is an individual who is a leader of character defined by a core set of principles, values, and beliefs. An individual who in the military, we, this is what we uh, felt were individuals that were qualified, confident, and effective leaders. Those that subscribe to mission first, people always, or the troops eat first. Think about that. Mission first, people always, troops eat first. That means you've got a leader who's tough, but caring and compassionate. These are leaders who care more about the welfare of others than themselves. This is the type of leader who is a have leader, H-A-V-E is the acronym I use. Humble, uh, someone who is authentic, vulnerable, and empathetic. St. Augustine once said that the, the sufficiency of my merit is to know that my merit is not sufficient. So 
Selflessness and humility, I believe, is the indispensable attribute of a good and confident and effective leader. Awesome. I love that answer. A lot of good, good acronyms in there. And I like the uh, serve best by, or let's see, lead best by serving first, I think is how you said that. I, you I love that. That's a great comment. Question number four, is there someone or, that you'd like to recognize that's had an impact in your life or maybe an experience that you've uh, had that you'd like to share relating to that? Sean, just like the last question we, we tackled, uh, this one's a fair one, but also difficult, at least for me, because my entire narrative, my story is in many ways the story of what I call angels along the way. These are my parents, my family, teachers, friends, colleagues, mentors, everyone that stepped in to shape my life, frankly, my thinking about life and faith, career, and leadership. They intervened and helped me make informed and prudent choices, and more importantly, to pick up pieces when I faltered. Um, in, in many ways, these are folks that help steer me in the right direction. And as I was suggesting in the last response, uh, they instilled in me that leading, leading by, by serving ethic. And so I have uh, so much to be thankful to them for all of that. But again, I suppose if I had to choose one, and, and I, um, admittedly, I'm going to be biased in this, it would be my bride because um, she is the accomplished palliative care chaplain, a true servant leader in my eyes. I mean, every day in her ministry, she is stirring souls, healing hearts and touching lives. And for me, she has been doing that in spades for decades and continues to do that. I love that. And I appreciate you recognizing her because that's, I, I've asked this question of a lot of guests, of course, but uh, I'm always uh, pleased and happy and uh, grateful when they recognize their spouse or another close member of the family. There's always lots of great mentors out there, but sometimes it's the people closest to us that have the most impact. So love that answer. All right. Our last question is just kind of a fun one. Tell us a little bit about your first job. Hey, I love this question because it brought me all the way back, and I hate to admit this, decades. But technically, Sean, my first W-2 job, so I'm making a distinction here. My first W-2 job was as a, a grocery store clerk. Mm. Now, as you might imagine, that's the type of job where you learn, I mean, you get heavy doses of humility. And I talked about that in one of my previous responses. And, um, and I did get a lot of that. And I appreciated it for that very reason. But the job that I learned a great deal from, and I still, it, it, it really transcended time, was when I was a gig worker, of all things, I was a gig worker back in, yes, decades ago, before that whole phenomenon became popular today. Because I was a band leader, musician, for bands when, in, in all the schools that I attended. So wow. in elementary school, in high school, in college, and grad school, I had bands and I led them. And, I, and, and, and those experiences taught me what it takes to assemble, motivate, and lead high-performance teams. Those experiences taught me a lot about project and production management, about sales and marketing, about logistics, about communications. I mean, unbelievable. And I didn't know it then, but it, that's what I learned. And um, so to this day, those experiences carried over 
into my professional toolkit. And so as I reflect on that and think back, I was at that whole 1099 contractor experience. Uh, I was basically a leader apprentice even before I attended West Point. So uh, it's something that still, I, I thank you for asking the question because it brought me all the way back to where it really all began. Well, it's always, it's always fun for me to ask the question because I, I love hearing the energy from people's voices. Even the ones who said they hated their very first job, they still have a lot of energy. So it's great. Thank you so much. And Michael, thank you again for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? The best way, uh, Sean, and thank you for asking that, is through my LinkedIn profile. Uh, very easy to get to, and uh, I do monitor that quite closely. Very good. And we'll make sure that we have that link in the printed version as well as um, on the uh, uh, podcast episode video as well. So people can find you. So thank you so much. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, you can go to teamengagementpodcast.com. Again, teamengagementpodcast.com. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day.